Hello and welcome to All About You with OMG and Friends, where we talk about the things that you think about. I am your host, OMG, along with my co-host, Silky Smooth and Daydream. As always, we'd like to thank you for joining us and we ask that you please join in on the conversation where your thoughts, your comments, and your opinions help drive the conversation. Today we are going to talk about internet radio and if we have a little time left over, we have a subtopic, that being Juneteenth, which was celebrated on yesterday. But anyway, let's get started on to internet radio. Internet radio, also known as web radio, net radio, streaming radio, e-radio, IP radio, and online radio, is a digital audio service transmitted via the internet. Broadcasting on the internet is usually referred to as webcasting since it is not transmitted broadly through wireless means. It can either be used as a standalone device running through the internet or as a software running through a single computer system. Internet radio is generally used to communicate and easily spread messages through the form of talk. It is distributed through a wireless communication network connected to a switch packet network via the internet via a disclosed source. Internet radio services offers news, sports, talk, and various genres of music, every format that is available on the traditional broadcast radio stations. Many internet radio services are associated with a corresponding traditional or terrestrial radio station or radio network. Although low startup and ongoing cost have allowed a substantial proliferation of independent internet-only radio stations, such as the Bridge of Light radio network. Um, internet radio services are usually accessible from anywhere in the world with a suitable internet connection available in Australia or any place you'd like to be from Europe or in America. And this has made internet radio pop particularly, I'm sorry, suited to and popular among expatriates. And expatriates, as you know, are people that have left their country. Right, and right. yet they're able to through PC and or smartphones. Yeah, so you have a lot of uh, retired military Absolutely. or, you know, oil right. and gas. Absolutely. So internet radio is also suited to listeners with special interests, allowing users to pick from a multitude of different stations and genres less commonly represented on traditional radio. Um, internet radio is typically listened to on a standard PC or on a similar device such as your smartphone. And let's talk about internet radio, which is what we're on right now. But statistically, in 2015, it was recorded that 53% of Americans, or 143 million people, ages 12 and up, are currently listening to internet radio. They are. I can. Can you absolutely? Yeah, because well, then we should have more listeners. <laughs> well, you know what? We probably have more than we realize. Well, they say there's a hard. It's hard, kind of difficult to track. Right. right. It's not like traditional radio. Right. It, it is difficult to track because your your base is the world. Right. And, yes. and then you also right. have to sit, you have to um, think about it. We used to have a Periscope. Yes. We used to broadcast through Periscope, so that was something an additional you know an additional and cost, an additional app that you had to utilize in order to be able to track you know your all the analytics and, and things like that. So right. But I, I think the main thing for internet radio is the fact that we're on the move now. Society is no longer stationary, and see, for terrestrial radio stations, you pretty much have to be in your car or at home, oh, and yeah. you know, dial the was amplified modulation and or frequency modulation. Unless some of them have apps now. Well, they do now them, because internet radio that, because has kind of that's right. with exactly them, and they right. said, "How are we going to do this?" Because, like you said, we are they are terrestrial. So. Yeah, and so what's going to happen? I've I read somewhere in some of the research that it, within the next seven years probably terrestrial radio will be gone? Well, yeah, think about it. Uh, it's just like with the, what do you call it? With the uh, the bunkers and the doomsday people. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it's just, <laughs> what? just like preparing for that. Yeah. Think about it, everyone has an FM radio. That's true. You know, that's what's saving everybody. And because it's the only thing, you know, they're scrambling everything else, you know, they've restricted, right. because we've gotten so dependent upon technology, right. you know, we forget how to function. We absolutely do. I think it's a handicap sometimes, although it is, you know, it's progressive, you know, because right. it is technology, but I think some kind of way it handicaps us as well because we don't have to think. Right. Know? That's the problem. And, and that still, is a major problem. Technology is fine, but I still want to be a thinker. I do as well, you know, but again. Because well, that's how we were raised. We were right. But see, this younger generation, generation these, is totally different This younger us. society, these, these younger generations, yeah. like Right. See, I don't always run to technology. I like to use my creative mind. I still like to pull out that pad and pencil Absolutely. and jot or sketch. Right. Yeah. When, I, when I'm at work, I, I'm, I'm quick to jot down notes. And um, right. my boss was like, well, you know, why don't you just 
you know, type at the same time because I have to enter notes into a database. And I'm, I was like, because I'm just more comfortable with jotting my notes, yeah. getting my thoughts together, and then shooting something out. Well, for me, you if know, I write it down, I comprehend it better, or if I read it. That's I'm a visual that's person. True. Read. I but that's true. It. If you write, you do it, comprehend it, it better. If I'm typing, trying to type, if I'm interviewing someone, I've seen people interview people with their cell phone, like, no, I have my journal, I have, to have, I have my pen, I have to feel it, and I had to do that, and they were doing it on the phone, I said no. I can't do that. I just, no. Like well, I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing wrong with having a backup, because we're, right. that's how you, we were originally taught. That's you know, true. you're taking your notes, and you also have your recorder, in case you missed anything. So there's nothing now, wrong that with that. I will do. I love right, doing but that. if you're not yeah. even paying attention to jot down enough notes and you're just standing there, okay, let me just record this. Well, that's you're missing so much. That's you what do. we do now because you're not even thinking as you're standing there, just holding this thing. Now, when you're when you have notes, you have to you're engaged and you're engaged Gaged. exactly. You're engaged. You're less and less engaged nowadays. Right, and when you're engaged, because for instance, you're interviewing someone and you're taking notes and you and know you they're passionate, they're impassioned about something. Well, it kind of touches you because they're talking about maybe a sensitive subject, you kind of remember their inflection. And you can you know, jump that, that down, down and with inflection, or maybe the person became a, a little emotional, emotional about, about something, and they, they were know moved to go back by to passion. That. And you can go back and kind of, that fleshes out your story and makes it, it more, does. it puts a real human yes. stamp mm -hmm. on it. That's yeah, That's so yeah, true. I think you missed those. Now, streaming way. technology is used to distribute internet radio, typically using a lossy audio codec, I don't know what that is. I mean, a lot of this stuff, <laughs> I mean, it's like hot. Podcasting, podcasting, and all this other stuff. I mean, it's a lot out there. Um, again, that we need to um, prepare ourselves for because, again, we're not thinking, and therefore, because we have access easily to the cell phone and PC, right. we're not using our memory anymore. Right. And you know? actually, one of our listeners, uh, thank you, Annabelle, uh, Hi, Annabelle, Annabelle Lee, for for tuning in, and she commented the worst is being checked out at a store and being able to tell that the cashier is waiting for the screen to tell them what Absolutely. your change is. Oh it's like, uh, just count backwards. They can't, they can't do it. <laughs> but Let's that's the skill. I had to learn how to do that. My very first job, uh -huh. I was working in a dry cleaners. They had an old clunker had to cash count. register. Boom, boom, boom. And they taught, that it was a clunker. But they taught me how to make change, how to count back. Right. And once you learn that, you don't forget. So it doesn't matter what the cash register says. I know how to count it back. I mean, count it right. And see, and I pop that last bill. <laughs> pop, pop, you pop it. Well, well, where I work at, you know, there's a lot of singles that go on. Right. So, you know, I'm real quick and just, you know, you can count it. No problem. But, and but I will use the screen just as a backup, just yes. to double check myself. Yes. You right. know, but other than that, I'm, I'm really not paying too much attention to it. Right. But again, all of this is, is kind of dumbing us down because now I know you're going to probably be shocked by this. I had a friend um, whose daughter was about 15, and it amazed me that she could not tell time once you took away a digital apparatus from her, from her hands. Her, her watch was, you know, digital, her cell phone is digital, and then when you try to make them look at a clock and figure out what time it is. My little brother was right. like They that. can't do it. You know what? We're going to talk about that. We have to uh, go break. for a quick break, break. and we're going to finish discussing that when we come back. Right. You are listening to The Bridge. Share your opinion by calling 713-789-0096. Stay tuned. Should have had a coffee, coffee with coffee beans with um, chocolate, a banana. Mm -hmm. Oh. But I'm having to make a conscious effort to stay still. <laughs> it's 30 seconds. 30 seconds. to All About You with OMG and Friends, where we are discussing internet radio. 
And so we had a, a point we were bringing up before we had to go to break. And I think that was more of the people being, the young kids being dumbed down by the cell phone. Right. And by, but not being able to tell time. But I'm saying my, on, my, my, on my brother got caught up in that situation. Right. It was many years before he could just look at a clock and tell time. And I remember that when I saw him running. Well, I said, what time is it? And he, the clock was right there and he ran to look to the look digital. At something digital. And I said, oh, no. Yes, yes that's what we've created. But you could buy toys. When I was growing up, you could get that big clock thing and, and move the hands, and you teach your kids how That's to tell exactly. time. Exactly. But they don't. But you know the the point with the uh, the clock. You know, recently they uh, I forget if it was a school, if it was a country, if it was just a school district, but they completely took out all those old clocks and replace them with digital clocks oh, wow. because oh, they no. because students felt stress looking at oh, the analog God. clocks because they couldn't tell time. Stress, well, that means they need to learn it. Well, exactly. that means their parents need to teach them. Absolutely. I had a big sister. Our big sister right. taught so, us how to use right, how to tell times. And also, our parents. Also, you know, our parents taught us how, how to tell time. Right. We so, know, in school, you had to learn how to tell time. Right. That, you know, that was, yeah, and we it, may have learned in school also. I remember yeah, we had remember. worksheets, and it would say draw, what you know, put the hands. hands where, right, yeah. do yeah. 10 o'clock, do 10, 15. 10, right, right, you know, right. right. And then when you what hear, does an hour mean when it goes So now what do the they do around? for driver's ed when they tell you put your hands at 10 and 2 or at 3, they uh, don't know. Yeah. 9 and 3? Yeah, I don't know. Because well, what do we do now? What does that mean? Right. Yeah, because you can't look at your digital thing and try to figure that out. But again, a lot has been lost to technology. Um, for instance, as I mentioned earlier, we don't even have memory anymore. I used to, and I still remember, you know, my aunt, well, my aunt's 80 something, she's had the same phone number for gosh, 50 years, so you can't help but know that. <laughs> but I think we have given way to technology to where we don't think about writing and jotting down phone numbers. Right. Because when that phone is off or cell towers are down, where there are no phone booths to go mm -hmm. calling, you just out of luck. Aside right. from my number, I have three numbers memorized that you know, right. off the top of my head. I, well, I, I have, have about four. five. I got about four five. for sure because um, those are my emergency contacts. Absolutely. You know, I'm no, not going to be stuck anywhere ever in my life <laughs> because I couldn't remember somebody's phone number. Yeah. Right. But now, uh -uh. now we don't know because everything is in this little handheld. Right. Tablet, you know, half yeah, phone, half, half the time you ask people what their phone number is, and they don't even know. They're like, oh, I get I that. I, myself I get I don't call myself, but you I should still, still know, know your number. number. Right. I don't get that. Well, either. I did get a little caught up in that, and I was embarrassed, and I said, <laughs> this is not what you did. Remember your number? Yeah, what I kind of drew a blank, and I said, well, we need your number, and I said, Yes, of course. <laughs> I know you need it. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Just give me a second. Right. <laughs> you know, I was polished when I did it, but I'm like, like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh -huh. you, know, you know, it was a delayed reaction. Right. And <laughs> one of the other, really quickly, one of the other things I was thinking about, you know, talking about the, the clock positions and your hand positions and stuff. So now things are different for if you're a wing, if you're a wingman. Because you can't sit there and say, hey, it's in a clock. Yeah. Because you're going to get looked yeah. at stupid because they don't know what that means. Exactly. So now my whole game has to change. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was just random. Get that, in there with it. That, okay. that, that can happen. <laughs> you know, but also revenue has increased for online radio. Um, I, I know a lot of the terrestrial stations do have, you know, the internet um, on, online they have apps correlation. Now. Right. But I just don't know if terrestrial radio is, is as progressive. Well, surely it's not as... Or is it? I'm going to say, it, is it? I hope it is, because I don't want to see it go. I, I like terrestrial radio. Yes and no. I like it just what because I drive an older it. vehicle, so I'm, I don't want to sit there and put satellite radio or anything else in there, you know? Right. Um, but sometimes, the problem I have with terrestrial radio is there's a lot of talking. Okay. And, and when I'm driving, I need music. I'm just trying to zone out. Trying to zone, right. You know, I'm trying right. to... Get make in my zone. Drive. Make that drive. Right, absolutely. Right. So it, it gets annoying, or it's the same thing. There's so many times where 
two different stations have the same exact song on. Going on at the same time. Yes. Almost at the exact same time. They're getting paid to play that Absolutely. song. Absolutely. Right. So, they have that one Right. List and it, it just, I get tired of it. But at the same time, you have internet radio where um, you're, you're sitting there having to look because everything's so categorized. Right. It, it, it's just like, man, I just kind of, I want to just like channel surf and hear some random stuff or a good mix of whatever. And, and I'm you have that flexibility with online. Yeah. You so know, what I noticed, you know, now, only time I listen to terrestrial radio is when I'm running or I have my dogs and I'm outside. Now I may listen to 102 or something like that. But I get kind of disillusioned with um, such topics as ignorant news and black girl problems and oh, what's cool. in your purse. I don't think. That and what you doing at the courthouse? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think internet radio has that type of minutia because no. internet radio is more, like I said, more talk radio, more informative radio. I'm going to uh, disagree. Okay. I think we just don't zone in on those types of programming, so we don't even bother to search or look or anything else. And think about it, technology will sit there and read what we're doing and filter things according to our own specifications. So okay. we're going to see even less of that because it has no interest anywhere in your life. So I, I think there are, I mean, there's, you know, a bunch of comedy stations and, and everything, but <clears throat> some of them are pretty raunchy and low class and then others are, you know, intellectual comedy. So I, I think it's just we didn't have it found it yet because that's like, not what we're looking I for. I like intellectual stuff. I, I'm just not that person to go for ignorant news. I don't really care about that. Right. Sometimes, I mean, what, what sometimes does, it's funny to me. Well, what, is, what purpose does it serve? Well, yeah, it can, you know, to pleasure, you know, just to get away, just to escape. Well, and be I'll, like, do oh, I'll, say, okay. I'll do it in the morning. I get up at 6, 15, walk my right. dogs, and, and then I'll listen to it. And, you know, and... You have these shows where you know what's in my purse. I'm like, you have <laughs> so you have so, yeah you have so many other things that we need to know about that needs to be discussed. And they do they do. I like to listen in the morning because I like to know what's going on and what's happening. And you know sometimes I interview people and they have now, I like people interviews. come on and I like they come in and they talk about what's going on and news right. and the people are right. protesting about the, the things that, that are that happening right now. So that part I that do want to appreciate. And some of the other stuff. It's just kind of lighthearted. I just laugh at it. You know, it's just I mean, so well, you know. Yes, but I guess I'm one of those no-nonsense people. I believe right. everything. You don't every want it at all. I don't want it at all because I think we are already dumbed down enough. We don't need to hear black girl problems. Well, hell, I'm a black girl. I already know. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm living it. I'm, I'm already living it. I'm already there. there. I know right. what's happening. Right. Don't remind me. I'm just not there. I'm just not there. I need to be I need to be elevated to another level. Right. So that I can aspire to do other things, you know. And so I just I'm not sure, but they say most people listen to online radio than to satellite radio and high definition radio, podcast or cell phone based radio combined. And in April 2008, um, there were more than one in seven persons ages 25 to 54 who listened to online radio each week. So you had mentioned earlier that you believe that there are a high set of yes, numbers. Yes, I do. I, I absolutely I do that. And the reason it. I say that is because I'm always around a lot of people, young, old, different ages, and I'm hearing them discussing these online radio shows that they listen to religiously i mean they they are really tuned into them so that makes me know for one thing and um and they're, and they're discussing them they're they're, they're talking about what, what what's going on with the shows and i said people are really right because these, there's a lot of podcasts these, there's a lot of podcasts absolutely um and the next nice thing about it is folks like you and i can get a radio show okay you know whereas with terrestrial radio that would be kind of that's kind of of a challenge. Well, you know, I actually that. approached um, Terrestrial Radio right. about our show, and I was told basically that they didn't want any new programming. Now, I'm not sure how you are to grow if you are not interested right. in any new programming. Right. What happens there? I, but I did get a response from a country station. Right. See? I think I told you guys that. Right. They right. Absolutely. Interested, they were interested in our show. Well, but, that particular platform is interested in, in something Yeah, different. I just don't get why we are not because interested. Because it's more wholesome. It's not going to be the raunchy. You're not going to hear trap-type lyrics. Right. Yeah, you right, know, exactly. On a country station. A country so, station. absolutely, that that is the demographic. And we've all been right. country when country wasn't even cool. So, now we're just back Hey, I'm right. Texas born and raised. Well, I'm so. not, but I've, I've kind of acclimated right. a little bit. I got yeah. boots. Hell, yeah. well, I got, I got a, what is it, Ristorol? 
Uh, resist all? Resist all hat? Oh, I can go skate mm -hmm. test Oh, okay. Resist all. Gotta have all the trapping. Yeah. Trapping yeah. Texan, I know. would like some boots. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any. You know, we ought to get, get us a client. I have a friend who makes boots. He's over on. Um, oh, hello. Yeah, he makes beautiful boots. As a matter of fact, I have selected a crocodile. Um, custom skin. boots. It's got oh, custom I it. um, it, Jesse's. Jesse's boots. Over off 1960. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he does beautiful work. But anyway, back to what we were saying. It's just that I think, again, internet radio gives you a lot of flexibility. You can tune in. I have friends in Australia. You know, we have friends out of the country, right. as I'm sure you do as well. Right. But we need to figure out how to get those people interested in something that's in another country. Because again, expatriates are, are listed. Those that are, those people that are from Costa Rica or Spain, right. they can still tune into their stations. But I don't know how much they are in tune to the stations that we have. I so, think they are. We get we get a good listenership, right? and I especially overseas, like out in the, in, in the Middle yeah. East, um, they're out. interested in what Americans are doing and talking about. We, we still intrigue. I think we do. They, well. they may they hate us, but they're still intrigued by oh, absolutely because we still culture. come on. We see what's going on. We pay attention to what's going on in their news, right? You know, so absolutely they're going to do the same for us. By, um, well, you know, internet radio. You think. Internet radio was actually pioneered by Carl Malamud in 1993, so it's been around for quite some time, but it hasn't gone far in the last. What, how many years is that? Twenty? Maybe. I can't do math. I'm sorry. <laughs> You, 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 you call me off guard. Use your, your high-tech high tech phone to figure out like we do everything else, okay? <laughs> we calculate numbers. You know, but we also have broadcasting freedom on, on uh, internet radio. Absolutely. And we're so, we're uh, not as restricted. Yes. Yeah. Now, speaking of restrictions, um, the FCC are, with internet radio, are they still having to be holding to FCC regulations, or and how does the FCC regulate internet radio? I don't know if they can. Um, I'm not so sure. Same way they monitor, you know, looking for keywords, and it, you utilize technology. Okay, let me see. Let me just utilize keywords. Am I hearing this being broadcasted on anything as they're scanning through? Okay, they are. Well, let me stop. You know, I mean, come on. They, there was a big issue with Howard Stern, and um, I honestly don't even know. How, I remember how that. Came, you know, uh, ended, but obviously, um, I mean, doesn't he still have a show, or is it already yeah, off? He's or? Still, no, he still ha he still has a show. Well, that should tell you right there, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you know, how lenient, right? Um, the regulations are as far as internet oh, yeah, and satellites says concerned. Crazy stuff, yeah. But he makes seventy. And he is also dollars. he also has um, cameras, so it's it's also. You know, over the air. It's it's not just radio or, or internet radio. Right. It's also the internet. Period. Just like with us, we have a live feed. Right. So, you know, we're we're everywhere, really. Right. Yeah. He does the same thing, and so that was the issue. It's not even just what was being said; it was the things being seen. And <laughs> oh, oh, said and the seen. visual, yeah. Yeah. the visual that was effect. being broadcast. Yeah, because yeah, I remember one time he did broadcast. And he had his. Well, he always had out. porn stars. Yeah, he always had the. But the, he had the his chat. No, but his butt was out. Mm -hmm. And I was well, like, he, had, he went on stage and did that. Yeah, I think I at the MTV. Like, yeah, he was, or the Grammys or some. I don't know some big award show. And Howard Stern. And he he went with without uh, undergarments into buttless chaps on stage. And who was it yeah. who, who grabbed him? Tom Cruise, wasn't it? Or some somebody <laughs> or, or Luke Perry, somebody was up there with him, his co-host, and his, yeah, his well, out. yes, like, yeah. So it had to be something well, like he MTV. was broadcast like that, and I would always laugh. I was like, yeah. how does he get away with that? Well, because <laughs> a lot of us have done that. I think it'd be a whole. Oh, of course, we'd have been See, Annabelle Lee knows what I'm talking about. She's <laughs> laughing. She gets it. Just like some of the stuff that Ross Limbaugh used to get be able to get away with. He was another. He's another one who makes seventy, eighty million dollars a year by right. being brass. Right. Offensive, trash, trash, mm -hmm. yeah, all those things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Trash is what sells. It is. Look at the Kardashians. Look at reality TV. I know. You know, but anyway, uh, we re we received a text uh, from a listener who said um, it has to do with the school issue and, and cursive handwriting, stating this lady uh, I worked with said she would always uh, write notes in her son's lunch, and then finally she asked him. Um, you know, hey, you never say anything about the notes that I leave you, so, you know. What's up with that? Yeah, he well. tells her, I can't read that. 
Are you serious? Because they don't teach cursive handwriting in and school. Well, that's anymore. true. I so have many, that's absolutely true. You know, because I'll, I'll ask so many people, just put your signature here, uh, just write my name and this or one. the signature, and it is just handwritten, and I'm like, you mean it's printed? Right. It's printed, yes. Well, you know, a signature is just that. It is a signature. Cur it is right. not printed. It right. is it's your cursive, words yeah. being connected. Right. And they don't teach that anymore. Again, another way of dumbing us down. Right, because I'm working with ninth and 10th graders, and how about the print looks like a second or third grader and a couple right. times I had to say that absolutely you writing like that oh, oh and the this listener also stated uh this was a senior in high school no yes right. this was a senior high school and this was recent this was a, a few months ago wow so yeah and um oh, I, I lost my train of thought I was going to bring up something that you said I will well yeah. I could understand the cursive part because when I mentioned homework to my students they all looked at me with blank stares oh my gosh and I was yes. like well, what yeah I oh. said homework is an opportunity to uh continue learning and they're like why what 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 is <laughs> the bell that? rang we're done the bell rang. <laughs> we are done we're done learning yeah time best to do something just, else. I think that looked at me crazy the the handwriting how it looks like a third grader or a second grader yes. and you're an adult. Right. They're too Absolutely. old for that. So when they're holding the pencil like this and we're like, yes. yes. all weird and I'm like, oh yeah, they hold it like holding this. it like that. <laughs> like they're gonna stab something. Right, like they're gonna stab and then one kid is kind of like that and is bent and contorted and it looks like a first grader. Well, and I have YouTube. Well you know, people hold their utensils like that too. I've yeah, I've seen that. Know. Do they have YouTube classes for kids to learn how to write again and read again? Because mm -hmm. it's obviously it's not happening in school. Mm -hmm. And all these tests that they give, I think kids are being trained to just no, take I'm, the I'm, test. I'm going yeah. to make sure they still, as far as I know, uh, with my niece's school, they still teach the cursive handwriting. Do they really? Okay. Yes. So I'm going to make sure that's the case because I had already, my mom and I had already discussed this, and it's like, well, whether they teach it or not, it, she's going to learn. Take it home. That's right. Yeah. Right. She's going to learn. Yeah, yeah, we had in school, we had the alphabet, the printed in block style letter form. Oh, yeah. Then you had, the and then I think by the third, second or third grade, then you saw it in cursive. Right. How to make the S. And remember the Q you was like dots. a back yeah. through, backwards two. You know, you had to. Mm -hmm. Right. And so by third grade, it was the cursive alphabet. Third grade, right. third grade I remember we had this big paper, this Green, big chief. Kind of a green paper. You had the big thick pencil. Right. And you had to take your letters all the way up to the line. Yeah. And bring it back. And then if you had letters like J with the tape, you know, right. you know, it was just all of that. I don't know how they deny kids this opportunity to, to learn. Right. It never leaves you. Like we're all cursive handwriting it's all part of the plan. I do sometimes mix print and cursive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm printing and I, I kind of go into yeah. a cursive. Or, you know, you're going really fast and just, yeah, you know, just kind of going, kind of yeah. going to cursive, but yeah. they don't go into anything. They just go into. You can't read it. Right. Okay. Oh, it says here what some of some of the advantages of internet radio. One of the greatest things that access to the internet radio gives us is choice. The World Wide Web was not available to the public for long before some enterprising individuals decided that. Um, the internet was an ideal tool for bringing choice to music, and internet radio was born. Internet radio has several advantages over terrestrial or land-based radio and other music distribution systems. And if you enjoy music, you'll certainly find something to like about internet radio. I agree. I mean, you can find music from all over. Right. You could really get some, especially if you're into, if you're like a true musicologist and you like to go back and reach back and get some of that good music that was real music you know music about love and where people actually played instruments i know and sang real lyrics and people actually wrote songs so that's nice because i always enjoy that but everything is going towards technology even the right. studio that's all synthesizers and right all these keyboards that create Auto these sounds all, yeah yeah exactly well the next nice thing about internet radio is that it can afford to be more specialized and eclectic Right. Than traditional terrestrial radio stations, since it is not geographically limited. Nice. It can appeal to a worldwide audience with much more specialized interest and not have to try to please all people all the time like traditional radio stations do. Just like where you said the radio station said, we don't want any new programming. Yeah. They can say that because they're terrestrial. They, yeah. they, they, don't, they, have they don't have to. They don't have to. Or maybe they're stuck. Maybe the owner says no. 
or, 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 or maybe they're, they're bound by something or someone. Well, you know, whereas to, whereas internet radio, that would never, no one would ever. Now I've been say that at Texas Southern, and you know, at the time, um, one of my friends was the general manager there, and shortly thereafter, once we started the station, he left. This was Beyonce's uncle, um, George Thomas. But at any rate, when the new manager came in, I presented the radio treatment to them and um, you know, kind of hoping that we could get with, because the way to get with Sirius XM is if you are an HBCU, if you are a historical black college, college university, then all of those school stations like WHUR and KTSU, all of these stations are on Sirius XM because they are affiliated with um, oh, a black college. Oh, nice. So I don't know how to get on there otherwise. But we need to research some of these things. But it is it is synonymously tied to HBCU. So you know you have go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You have Sirius XM, and then you have what iHeartRadio and Tune Radio, Tune all these right. I didn't networks. realize that they were connecting mm -hmm. to HBCU. Sirius XM. I have a girlfriend who has a uh, show. She teaches it. She used to teach at Virginia State. She was in charge of the cheer cheerleaders and all, and she has a show called Real Women, Real Talk. And I've talked to her a couple of times, and that's what made me try to go after to see if TSU, mm -hmm. you know, would kind of pick us Be up. Open and, right. And they said they wanted no, no new programming, which I think is, how the hell do you grow when you don't want anything new? You're a university. The right. university. Exactly. So okay. <laughs> You're about higher education. It's okay. like, that's where we're... we're in we're your done. demographic, like we're we are. Yeah, we are your. We are you. We, yes, we exactly. Are, yeah. <laughs> and you are. We're us, not just so. in your demographic. We we are. We, we are, are the demographic. We are the demographic. Anyway, <laughs> um, we had some more uh, listeners. Thank you for checking in, Richard King. We also have um, uh, Brad Watts, who stated, "Okay, for the Howard Stern thing that I was talking to you mm -hmm. about, it was the Fartman MTV Awards what? that took oh, Fartman no. are you MTV Awards." Yeah. So where is that? That come, well, you had to have watched like MTV and Howard Stern or no, you know, back. What? This was in the like the 90s, 90s, 2000s. What is it about? Uh, and oh, and the, the other thing, um, Annabelle says, as far as cursive handwriting here in the local area here in Houston, um, Cypher ISD and Spring ISD have dropped teaching dropped cursive it? handwriting. Their communities need to come up with something. That's well, I don't know the logic. What's the, what are they saying? What is the reason? They, nobody, nobody protests anything anymore. Mm -hmm. They just accept whatever's given to them. Yeah. That's what we do. That's what I don't get. Why? Because they, they need to focus on, on on teaching us on how to pass certain tests. Well, I, I will that's be honest. Why. That's that's kind of what my role is there. I am teaching them how to, test how to pass that, that, that star exam. Right. And yeah. I'm dealing right now for the summer. I'm training retesters these are people that have failed they don't want the school to be considered in a failing failing school so that these kids have got to pass so part of what my role is it's is to teach that they them do. right i focus on writing somebody else's focuses on algebra somebody math someone's science and we are actually tutoring them so they can pass that exam that's crazy we got to keep us done Right. Yeah, in order to accept the things that they're putting in but our you, in our But path. you should see the writing passages. They are they are complex. And I said, these guys can't even write a paragraph. You expect them to write read, essays and stuff to like that. Write this, right? And they claim that's that's tenth grade. Maybe it is tenth grade level, but they're we no, we've uh -huh. accepted that, we've accepted not even all close this to and Common Core math. Brad Watts checked in. And common core, yeah, that's it. Yeah, dumbass that they teach them. Right. Yeah, I mean, really. yeah, I look at it. It's like, why? Why did you need to make it this way? What was wrong with how it was being the taught? Way, nothing. Was right. I saw this coming as a, as a former teacher. I saw this coming when calculators came in. When calculators came in, because I was raised, you did math, you did longhand, you did, you did subtraction, you did division, right. you did all these things. You had extra scratch paper in order to get it right. Well, the the the, the thing was when I was in school, they wanted to see your work. So even and if you, you made a mistake, at, right, right. 
they wanted to see what the error what was because that was where the learning was. That's so right. when right. you have to work those equations, you know, got to do this, then you got to do this, and you have to do this. Oh, I hated it too. Right? If you miss a step, but that was how we. But that they said no. I said they would say no. We want to see your work, so they would make us go through all that business. I remember my teachers used to take our scratch paperwork, whatever work. Right? You handed it. You had to turn that also. And especially with the test, it's like if you don't have that scratch sheet, then you're getting docked on your on your final exam. I remember that we would do that, and then we also had um, maybe it's because I was in in advanced and gifted and talented classes. Of course, you're gifted. And it, it's, well, we we all fell in that group. You know what I mean? Because there was a huge. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But we even had in math and in geometry and algebra one, two, and everything else. We had um, math partners, and that was your partner for the semester. That's right. Y'all gonna tutor each other. You're gonna work. You know, work on things together. Now that I wish we had. Yeah, done. and say, hey, are y'all studying? Are you this, that, whatever? Or you know, try to switch up with so and so's partner. You know, if, if you know the learning wasn't working, or you guys weren't meshing. Or, but we had that. I remember having that in math class, and it was always, I. It was such a relief for me because partner. yes, because I I cannot math. I can't do it. It does give me anxiety. I, I really blank out with it. I'm a word girl. I, I have an undergraduate degree in English, and so I right. like writing and essays and stuff like that. But um, math, I'm not bad at. You know, I just. Well, you know what I had, had to do? Yeah, I, I had, 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 had no issues with it. I had to make myself visit it every day for hours. And to the point where I did become more confident and I did become better at it. Um, but I still, I mean, I'm not going to ask for it or anything like oh, that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I had to do that because I had you had to pass that. And to me, it was an obstacle. I was terrorized by it. I'm like, oh, no. You know, and we would have to work those equations. And then we had we had to learn how to use those scientific Calculator. Expensive calculators. Right. We had to learn to work simple interest. You had to learn how to do it to figure out the standard deviation. Yeah. Uh -huh. You had to do what I think also for Venn diagrams. Yes. Yeah, for Venn diagrams. And so we had to do all that. But because I made myself sit down, and I'll never forget hours, I did get I got over that that, that horror fear. and that I did fear. feel better. So after that I was like, you know what? I hear parents of young children say that math has changed for their child. That's, that's the core math that uh, Brad, uh, Brad, Brad, Brad Watts is talking about. I mean, yeah. it's like, you look at it and it's like, oh my gosh, what happened to the way we learned it? Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's some extra stuff. Is that the new math? I, yeah, I would imagine mm -hmm. so. You know, my daughter's growing, so she is pretty much mathematician. She's an engineer, so she right. likes she, all she of that. She likes all of that. So I made sure that whatever I was deficient in, that she was proficient in. Well, so see, math is, my niece likes the science, and she likes the math. Yeah, so the Jill. So that's right. that's yeah. in her anyway. Yeah, to, right. To already, kind of yeah. That. So, that's a good uh, thing, because, you know, usually they say that boys, you know, mm -hmm. did more math and girls right. weren't. No, she'll, she'll watch every time, um, ever since she was a toddler, Oh, we'll talk about that after we, um, we have to go right. for a short break. Okay. We'll be right back. Who are you listening to? Oh, I gotta mention what's the name check in. I love myself a bit like a weirdo. <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually probably come from your headphones because I can't do nothing about Okay. That. So do you want to us? Yeah, we didn't know if that was going out over the air. No. Okay. So we're going to stay on this, on this topic. We can. Do okay. you want to? We can kind of wrap it up and then. Yeah, we can. And go to June's Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I got to mention, what's the name? Did you, we didn't mention him. Leandro checked in. Garza? Oh, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, I'll I mention missed. him if okay. you don't mind. I'll mention him. Are seconds? And 
and we are back again. You're listening to All About You with OMG and Friends, where we are talking about the internet radio. As I mentioned earlier, we do have a subtopic that I want to talk about because it happened yesterday, which is Juneteenth, June 19th. So we're going to pretty much um, kind of close up internet radio and ask that you guys who have friends that have not kind of crossed over into internet radio. Because when I talk to people about the show, the first thing they ask me is, what station are you on? So well, that's, that, that's why yeah. I, I'm not so sure that everybody, that all these 142 million yeah. people yeah. are listening or know about internet radio because then they ask me, Maybe well, it's how, millennials. How, how do you get there? I'm like, well, right. go to the internet. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, like, maybe it's millennials. <laughs> Maybe, that, like maybe, that, that, sense. maybe that number is mostly millennials. No, these are, these are people that I'm going no, to. Our yeah. demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Our demographic yeah. is internet yeah. radio. Huh? Yeah. They're like, what is that? You know, so I'm, I'm not sure that everybody knows what yeah, it is. Yeah, because internet radio is different from satellite radio. Yes. It is. So a lot of times people are like, oh, okay, we're in my car. I can tune. No, it's no, not going to be on. It's internet. Right. We're not satellite. Right. It's right. It doesn't come through satellite. Yes, yeah, so I think That's we right. just need to kind of educate people on internet radio, which is our purpose today, just to kind of let people know that it exists. Those of you that are listening, naturally, you're you're on. You the, already you're know. On the you're on the you're on right. The you already know what's happening. Right. But educate some of your friends because there's still stuff on uh, terrestrial radio, and in the next five to seven years, they're saying that you know terrestrial radio will. I hope that doesn't drop. happen because I still like it. Listen, Leandro Garza checked in. He goes, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Leandro checked in. Thank you, Lee. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he, he wants to know. What is this? So. Okay, so you guys, let's, let's talk about what happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, how long, how old is June 10th? I guess 150 years old, maybe something like that? Yes. Yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not sure. Okay. I was I was born back east, so basically, I guess Abraham Lincoln decided to sign the Emancipation mm -hmm. Proclamation in September of 1863, mm -hmm. actually implemented in on New Year's Day in 1863. 1863. I'm sorry, 1862 is when he start he implemented it. September. I mean, start wrote the got it out around <laughs> September of. of uh, 1862, and then it was actually implemented January 1st of 1863, where back east the, the slaves were freed. Now, here down in Texas, south. down south, in Galveston, they were not told until the soldiers came through two years later that they were freed. And I'm not sure, well, I do know why. The reason why they were not told here is because the powers that be wanted them to and so I'm not sure and if somebody could call in at 713-789-0096 and make this make sense to me why is it that we celebrate being the last one to know that we are free and America's freedom is 4th of July mm -hmm. why do we celebrate that if we weren't free why do we celebrate America's freedom when our freedom hadn't come hadn't come right I'm just not sure why we celebrate. I don't know. Well, because you're free now. Are you? Well, well are yes. We? And and you know what? I, I made that point. I, I I actually made that comment um, because I'd seen the video and and somebody said it was a comment about you know you know in the past you know we freed the slaves and I'm like we're not free. That's right. And I include we because I'm a minority. Right. You know, if I get dark enough during the summer, I I could get confused and get thrown, you know, be confused with and get thrown into that same group right. if they're, you know, just picking up people the way they are now. And just right, exactly, just wherever. picking people up. So it, I said the exact same thing. So right. uh, the we're we're still American, okay, and we still granted it's not equal rights, it's not civil liberties for all. It's the idea of it, okay? Right. And we still live here in this country where that's the idea of it, and that's what we need to fight for, okay? Um, yes, blacks were the last to know in the South when they were freed, but they still get to celebrate the fact that there was freedom because they didn't expect it anyway. You know what I mean? So, it, so I think they're celebrating the joy that the idea right. was coming about and manifesting itself because they 
what did they have before? Correct. Just nothing but bondage. So they're celebrating that. So I, I feel like they do have something. Right, because if I remember correctly, it was 250,000 uh, slaves who were freed by that emancipation here in the South. Here in the South. Right. And this whole so, right, and, and there was um, there was actually a video, we posted it onto our Facebook page, but uh, it, this was about how their, their commentary was just on why Juneteenth was not as widely celebrated as July 4th to that same That's level. That's my point, right. Because they said America still became free, we became free from enslaving enslaving people you know and that's the video i saw when he made that comment you know we're, the america became free from enslaving people I'm like no we didn't no, <laughs> and right i said no. we because i'm an american so yeah right. i'm included i'm even included in that slave issue right and i'm included in the american issue exactly you know because like i said regardless minorities have been persecuted forever forever and that everywhere. has not changed Ev everywhere everywhere that has not changed well here in, in, in print juneteenth mark and this is from i don't know if you guys know who louis gates is well, he's a black historian who does all these fabulous writings and literature on different things within our culture. And so he basically said that Juneteenth marked a turning point in the fight to free fellow humans from the bonds of slavery. And African Americans in Texas celebrated it as a day of freedom. And this is mainly in Texas. There were other options for an official holiday marking the end of slavery, including September 22nd, which was the day that I said in 1862 when Lincoln issued his preliminary Emancipation Proclamation Order on January 31st, the day the 13th Amendment passed Congress in 1865 and officially abolished the institution of slavery. However, it was Juneteenth that stuck. Now, I, you know, I, I'm just not sure. And then they had, you know, Juneteenth has associated with it foods and colors and all this other stuff. One of the, one of the foods for Juneteenth is watermelon and red soda water. But who's celebrating that? Now, Juneteenth, the I black culture, know. correct? I don't, so, I don't celebrate it. I don't who, know. But, but I'm saying, the black culture. Black culture celebrates right. Juneteenth. Right. So who are you mad at? The fact that we do watermelon Your and red soda. Yeah, and from and perpetuating the stereotype. Absolutely, absolutely. But this is Texas. Texas. Oh my God, that it's Texas. Texas. We grow some sweet watermelons. And when everybody eats Juneteenth, you understand how hot it is out there? I think, but here everybody eats watermelon. No, I mean I like watermelon. When I see it in the store, I see who's picking it up, and it's not all of our. That would be like me being mad because a celebration for Latinos has tacos in it or tortas. Well, why? We man, I'm gonna eat me some tortas and some tacos because they're good. So I don't care. You know, but watermelon is automatically. You mad? Why do we have to have piñatas? Because that's what we do. Why get offended? We're doing it. It's our celebration. Obviously, that's we. Soda water. No, well, I don't. I don't understand soda water. What well, do you that's, mean that's that? Exactly. How so, it's strawberry. Oh, oh, oh. Cherry. Oh, red, oh, red, red. Red drinks. <laughs> red drink. Red juice. Whatever. I don't get the significance. Of the, the red. red drinks. I have no idea. And then now they've added red velvet cake to the menu, along with soul food, fried chicken, and barbecue. So I'm like, you know, I, I, I guess I'll try to get away from the stereotypical. <laughs> You know, analogies they have of us and watermelon just it just drives you nuts. It drives you nuts. It says here, while it is not an official national holiday, Juneteenth is now a state holiday or a day of observance in most states and the District of Columbia, with only Hawaii, Montana, New Hampshire, and the Dakotas holding out. For those that do celebrate, parades will take place around the country, including in New York, Texas, Philadelphia, and communities across the country will host barbecues and picnics. To celebrate this historic event. Let me well, Obama, I work. Obama signed in an official day, though, to to celebrate the official day of when the emancipation. Was that what Juneteenth? I mean, no, not for Juneteenth. I, I want to say I want to say it was for the the date the emancipation was signed. On the twenty second of September. Yes. September. Yes, I said that was included in that video. Is that he he? It was finally recognized as right. a national federal day. Right. Oh, they, it was given a day of recognition. Well, yesterday, or and I don't usually watch the show Blackish, but yesterday That's they, they uh, yeah, I, yes, I, yeah, I love Mama Ruby. Well, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's funny. But they did a whole Juneteenth thing yesterday. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch. Yeah, it. Go back and watch it. It was all day yesterday. I mean, that whole little show was. 
you know, them in slavery outfits and doing the dances and oh wow, <laughs> it's like what well, they have more I don't I didn't see it. Okay, they have some fried chicken. Yeah, check and see if they have fried chicken. And I'm not one to to knock to knock what we what we have. But it's like get us out of that stereotypical role. Sorry. You know? I just see you know, the people this on that radio. That's right. You know, listen, Alan Cooper is watching. Red, okay, so he's checking it. Okay, Annabelle Lee says red and purple. Red and purple. I soda. told you. Yeah. Yes, and um, she also said New Year's, uh, I mean, Juneteenth and New Year's, Chitlins. Yeah. Chitlins. Chitterlinks. Chitterlinks. Yeah. Chitterlinks. I mean, it's just, she said, yeah. It's just <laughs> amazing, but, you know, again, but, hello, they Joy, thank you for tuning in. They love watermelon. I see. The way I see people it's refreshing, and actually, it's good for your heart. It's good for your digestive good for system. Hydration. It really it's is pure water. It's a diuretic, I, I, right? I, I, it, and I do know that. But however, for me, eat it privately. I have got diabetes, so <laughs> right. watermelon for me is it spikes my blood sugar. Right, so because I, it's sugar. It's too, it's so now you're mad at everybody else. Everybody else. Everybody else. Well, yeah, that's right. That's how that's working. <laughs> so. to bring in Juneteenth. And for those who celebrate it, I mean no disrespect and no... Uh, <laughs> go ahead yeah. and have that. Nor I just go ahead. Just go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just know that OMG's a habit. Listen, don't compare. Life begets life. Energy creates energy. It is by spending oneself that one becomes rich. The thought for today. The thought for the week. And until next week, enjoy stay your dry stay and dry. enjoy your, your watermelon and your red heat <laughs> drinks. <laughs> She's such a funny buddy. I can't even say nobody. <laughs> nobody eats. I was like, that's my favorite. All right. Dave was like, because you're a white lady.